Welcome to Useless Critics. We have a special episode for you today. It's a little bit of a departure from our usual format. Remington Fox, Riley Decoe, and Spencer Halverson will go head-to-head, each building their own team of the coolest cats in the Tarantino-verse. After the episode, head on over to our Instagram. You can tell us who you think came out on top. Also, let us know who you would have picked for your team. We hope you enjoy the episode. This is Movie Draft. Here at Useless Critics, we're against genocide, but we're also for exploring your kinks. That's that. right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. Unless your kink is genocide, then mm. that's that's You're no right. Way. There's a lot. Excellent point. Right. Bounty hunter, dentist, like secret agent dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell it's tight. And his mustache that he plays with, very tight. It's, that's that is really satisfying for some reason. If you were to look up the definition of a podcast in the dictionary, it would say three white guys talking about how dope Quentin Tarantino is. Welcome to Movie Drafts. Today I'm here with my buddies, Spencer Halverson and Riley Decoe. Uh, we're going to talk about how cool Tarantino's characters are. Uh, so to kick us off, I want to talk about how lame some of them are. Spencer, who is the least cool character in the Tarantino universe? Ooh. I mean, there's there's actually kind of a lot of lame characters, but Hitler takes the cake. Hit, yeah, that, fair enough. A lot of, yeah. mm-hmm. lot of uh, genocide. Yeah, not genocide's cool. not cool. Movie Draft is a huge uh, anti-genocide podcast. We want to put that yeah. on the record, mm-hmm. put that out there. Genocide, not cool. Uh, Riley, who do you think is the least cool character in the Tarantino universe? I just want to make it clear that I don't think genocide is cool either. Mm-hmm. I just want to be on record of that before I don't pick Hitler. I mean, pretty much anybody from the Hateful Eight, uh, but specifically, <laughs> uh, specifically uh, Daisy Domergue. Uh, she's wild. I mean, she's you know she's crazy. She's kind of, I mean, kind of badass in a, in a couple of ways. I'll, do I want her in a fight? Maybe, but is she cool? Not when we're talking about these other guys. No, no, nothing, nothing cool about her. And yeah, I don't even know if she'd be good in a fight, really. I feel like she could take a lot of damage, but she's not going to really help you dole any damage out. And that's that's a problem in a fight. Uh, Yeah, yeah, she's just numb. Like you could you could shoot her. She's just going to keep going until you kill her. Uh, Yeah. So I guess that's kind of cool, right? That's her coolest traits. Now, yeah. n- none of the other traits are, are very cool at all. My my pick for the least cool character in the Tarantino universe would be uh, the Gimp from Pulp Fiction, uh, mm. just because he is a Gimp, which is automatically not that cool. I mean, do what you want, you know, explore your kinks, have fun, people. But just being a Gimp, like that's what you're known as. You are the Gimp. That's your name in life. That's not that cool. Living in a box in a pseudo basement, not that cool. And then uh, your only interaction in the movie is trying to sound an alarm and you instantly get punched in the face and then you hang yourself because of the position you're in. Nothing really cool about that guy. Not that cool. No. Not that cool. No. And here at Useless Critics, we're against genocide, but we're also for exploring your kinks. Remember that's that. right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Unless your kink is genocide, then mm. that's that's You're no right. Way. There's a line. excellent point. Line. Gotta scrap that. You Thank know, you. Thank there's you. there's a there's a line for everything. You know. Right. So let's get into the rules, gentlemen. The rules for this movie draft are there's as rules? follows. There are some. There, it's loose. You know, we kind of make it up as we go. Uh, 
This is a five round snake draft. Uh, so there will be 15 characters in total and we are drafting the coolest t uh, characters from the Tarantino universe. Cool is the operative word, not best, not greatest, the coolest. So whatever your textbook definition of cool that's what we're going to be drafting on. You can draft any character from any Tarantino movie that he wrote. So things like True Romance, even though he didn't direct the movie, he wrote it, that's in play. Okay, we're good to go. Uh, Spencer, with your Sacramento Kings beanie, uh, which is very ominous and does not uh, give you any credibility at all to draft anything. Uh, <laughs> you have the number one pick in the draft. So uh, Spencer, uh, pick one, round one, it's on you. There's one thing about Tarantino, it's, it's cool. So there's a lot of choices here. He might not be very cool, but the words that come out of his brain are really cool. I, I was hoping to get the number one pick, so I was pretty stoked uh, to get that. And I think there's really only one choice here and it is the bride, Beatrix Kiddo. Mm. She is cool. She is the definition of cool. She takes on the crazy 88s, and like, I, I don't know the name of like Kung Fu and like martial arts moves, whatever. I don't even think that's the right description of that. Uh, but she's <clears throat> flipping and flying and stabbing and whew, it's, uh, it's good. Yeah, she's, um, she's definition of cool, right? You know, yeah. like her. And her, she's got the, the, the iconic yellow jumpsuit. So, you know, I think wardrobe definitely plays into how cool you are as well. Uh, I mean, uh, her fighting style is cool even. Like using the swords, using katanas, that's cool Best by sword itself. sword fighter I've ever seen. By Unbelievably gifted. Unbelievably yeah. gifted. Kills everything in sights. She drives the pussy wagon, which that's cool by itself. Come on, um, yeah. Yeah, the revenge plots, yeah, everything about the uh, Beatrix kiddo is is pretty cool. It's man. kind of, you know, a guy driving the pussy wagon, it's kind of douchey, but mm -hmm. a woman driving it, it's like, that's cool. Now After she kills you for it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She, <laughs> she killed the douche that yes. this car it was. <laughs> Very tight. All right, so the bride, number one, a fantastic choice. Pick two uh, of round one, it is on me. And I am going with the one, the only, Lieutenant Aldo Rain. Oh. Brad Pitt nice. character from Inglorious Bastards. Now, a good strategy for this entire draft actually would just be picking all the Brad Pitt characters throughout <laughs> the Tarantino movies, and you'd probably have a pretty good team what? assembled uh, because Pitt is just that cool by himself. But to be the leader of the Inglorious Bastards, a, a gang of Jews who uh, traveled to France, Europe, uh, in order to destroy the Nazi party. That's amazing by itself. Uh, but he just has a, such a command of every scene. Every time he's on camera, you know, oh, that's the man. That's the cool guy, you know? Uh, Lieutenant Aldo Rain, fantastic name. And we gotta throw out there too, he ended World War II. I mean, that's canon. I don't even think he called the president of the United States to make it happen. He called somebody back home, but it was pretty much like, no, I'm ending the war right here. And that's what's going on. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, yeah, that's a really good case. I don't, I don't have much yeah. to come back with. I would just add that dude even looked cool in a suit, like when he dressed up for the the premiere. Oh Woo. yeah, come that on, guy's looking good. Especially yeah. when uh, every all the other characters are looking down on him in that moment of time. Pick three of round one. Riley, right. you are up. Uh, you know, you guys uh, made some pretty good picks there. Uh, I can't Amazing. really argue with those. 
there's 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 actually like three different people that I'm looking to pick here, but uh, I'm gonna go with the one, the only Jules Winfield. From mm. Pulp Fiction. You know, like you said, with picking Brad Pitt, it's, it, it's almost like you don't even have to say anything. Uh, Jules is iconic. The the sideburns, the afro, the whole look. Uh, I mean, it maybe Tarantino's most iconic character. I think I I feel comfortable saying that. But yeah, everything from his monologues to the bad motherfucker wallet. I mean, this guy is cool. Cool as hell. He he ends up in this movie. Uh, God essentially saves him, or so he believes. And he leaves his job of crime, which is cool, to wander the earth, which is also... <laughs> wandering the earth is the coolest thing you can do. I mean, there's a difference, and Vincent Vega kind of alludes to it. Like, he says, you're going to be homeless. And he's like, no, I'm going to wander the earth. If you can truly wander the earth and not just be a homeless person, that's as cool as you can get. <laughs> there's yeah. nothing cooler than just being a roamer of the earth, you know, yeah. and he's, somehow having some money to survive. It's, he's an enlightened motherfucker. Yes, that's a fantastic pick all the way around. Uh, yeah, the Jerry Curl, uh, very cool. Riley, can you, um, off the top of your head real quick, can you give us the Ezekiel 2517 speech uh, from, Ooh, from Jules? Like the whole, th like, I mean, I don't know if I, the path of the righteous man is beset on all sides with the inequities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon those with great vengeance and furious anger, those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon you. If you don't think this is the greatest wow. podcast of all time, go f yourself. <laughs> Fantastic, Riley. Uh, it, it had to have been you that picked Jules. It shouldn't have been anybody yeah, else. Yeah, you were saying that before. <laughs> yeah, it, it would it wouldn't have been fair if anybody else was able to choose him. So I'm glad he fell to you. Now, this is a steak draft. So uh, this is the start of round two, uh, pick number one. It is still on Riley. Cool, back to back, here we go. I'm gonna shoot this one at you. I'm picking Django Freeman from Django Unchained. Mm. So this guy, uh, first of all, just his aesthetic, his wardrobe throughout the movie is fantastic. Just looking really cool. Uh, and I mean, Jamie Foxx, one of the coolest guys in Hollywood. And he plays this role uh, super cool. Uh, Django, he gets revenge. He gets the girl. Uh, he burns down Candylands. You know, it's 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 like the bride in uh, Kill Bill, where at the end of it, you're just like, everything's burning and, you know, uh, they, they win. And you're just like, at the end of it, yeah. Uh, and I think what's really cool about it is that he uh, never really shows Calvin Candy any respect at all. It's really Dr. King Schultz that keeps things moving and keeps things okay. Otherwise, Django probably would have just killed him and probably got shot by somebody else uh, earlier. So I, I think it's pretty badass that he doesn't show that guy any respect. And he just gets shit done. And he's he's the fastest gun in the South. So. I was gonna swoop him up if you didn't. Um, I'm pretty upset that he didn't get back to me. I think Django could have been number one overall pick in this draft. I agree, yeah. Uh, his aesthetic, the clothes he wears throughout this movie is so tight for a Western. Um, obviously the revenge plot, him just being a bounty hunter as a free man is super tight. Um, but yeah, he is the anomaly, right? They describe him as the the one in 10,000. He is that dude. He's basically, if Nat Turner 
became Neo from the Matrix. You know, that's what this guy is. And uh, that's a really cool guy to be. All right, so that takes us to the second pick of round two, and it's on me. And there are about five different characters I could go with here. But I'm going to go with Butch Coolidge from Pulp Fiction. Cool is in his last name, so that means something. And I think I win the argument based off that alone. Um, but Butch is cool as hell, man. He's a boxer. Boxers are cool inherently. Uh, he's a murderer. Killed he, is, in the ring. he is a murderer, but he has got the balls of, like, the biggest balls of anybody, pretty much. He double crosses a huge mob boss. You know, he's the, he's the uh, aging boxer going into that fight, and he kills the younger man betting on himself he was so confident in himself he knew he could pull this off and then uh continues to basically uh save the mob boss later in the film and get away with all the money and the girls the women are attracted to him uh that makes him cool the taxi driver was all over butch definitely wanted it um and he is played by uh, Bruce Willis, who in that movie, he was very cool. And more importantly than anything else too, he wins the battle with Vincent Vega. The, those two have a little rivalry on screen as soon as they meet each other. They clearly don't like the cut right. of each other's jibs. And guess who wins that battle? Butch does. Yeah. Somebody had to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, killing people with, you know, uh, katanas uh, and saving people is is pretty cool and like he, he we were talking about the gimp earlier he uh he kills the gimp with with one punch it just took one punch for him to uh to do that so this this guy he's got hands of stone man <laughs> he, he's gonna mess your world <laughs> up i mean the, the the people that he punched throughout this movie they die so that's a pretty intimidating thing to have <laughs> on your side He's one punch man, basically, is what this guy is yeah. in real life. Picking the katana, you know, after having the baseball bat, the chainsaw, and then he's like, oh no, I need to go with the katana. <laughs> That's so and, cool. And how, yeah, how cool is he in that scene? Like, he's calmly going through his options. Like, yeah. hmm, like all that crazy shit's happening back there, but I'm gonna take my time. Like, oh, there's a baseball bat, there's a, and there's a chainsaw, like, yeah, that katana. Assumingly, the katana built by the the great Hattori Hanzo. Um, who's eligible. Who is very much eligible. Pick three of round two. Uh, Spencer, you have this pick and you have the next pick as well. I think I'm going to surprise you guys with this pick. I'm going to pick Shoshana from Inglorious Bastards. That doesn't surprise me at all. That was going to be my next pick. <laughs> okay. That's good. Damn it. She, I mean, it's pretty simple why she's cool she got all these nazis into a movie theater and with the intention of burning the theater she's, down and killing them all she's really that's, the one that ended cool. the war like killing all of well, the high-ranking officers killing hitler i mean whether or not you know did she kill hitler though i mean technically I know no arguing but, the pick now, but. but he was going to <laughs> <laughs> uh he was going to die in there if he didn't get machine gunned in the face right so i mean yeah, she she's responsible for setting that whole thing up too. So, I mean, it would have been interesting to see the bastards' plan without being in the middle of that uh that fire. <laughs> uh, just if they could just go through with their plan alone, but yeah, she definitely. I mean, I, how many Nazis were in that movie theater? <laughs> yeah, hundreds. 
Using using film to uh, burn uh, a place down is pretty cool. Film is like highly flammable. Uh, yeah. There's like laws about like riding on a bus, you know, like a crowded vehicle with like uh, with film on it. Like you can't do that. And uh, to use that as the the source of the flames is really cool. I thought. Um, no, she's very cool. Very cool. Everybody is drawn to her as well. You know, throughout the the movie. You know, yeah. uh, people are just she's got some type of magnetic field to her people very much want to be around her talk to her uh and that that is all in the name of being cool so very much so all right uh round three we are on now pick number one spencer i am going to go with someone that's really cool okay and that person is jackie brown no, you oh damn it i was gonna be my next pick nice Almost like somebody else, but saw her at the, yep, Jackie Brown. She played by the lovely Pam Greer. Um, I mean, she's got some nice pantsuits. I don't know oh. if she has pantsuits. She might just have a jacket and a skirt, but um, she's stylish. Good color scheme going on with her. Always calm and collected. She knows how to fuck somebody over. Mesmerized by her, so. She had something going on. No, no. Everyone's attract, attracted to Jackie Brown. You know, yeah. like uh, very just, much so. That's the human condition, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> being a smuggler uh, for an arms dealer, that's cool by itself. Um, yeah. And then the way she plays both sides of uh, like the feds and the, the cr- crime lords uh, in the movie. Uh, she's extremely intelligent, uh, street smart, knows what's going on. And uh, yeah, Jackie smart, Brown, yeah. she's cool as hell, man. She is. She is. That's, I think, you know, it's an underrated Tarantino movie. People always seem to forget about that one, but it's it's great. Round three, pick two, it's on me. Yeah, and I'm drafting somebody that I could probably get in the later rounds, but I want to just take him now. I'm going to take Pi May from Kill Bill okay. fame. Good pick, good pick. Um, he has the most supernatural qualities to him of any uh, character in Tarantino world. Uh, he is listed, he might be around a thousand years old. It's very possible that he is around a thousand years old. Um, he has like superhuman uh, agility and speed and also like Kung Fu mastery. Uh, his, his, uh, control of his limbs and his body is just otherworldly. You cannot fade him in a fight. You cannot. You can't put a hand on this guy. Uh, but being a old school martial arts master, it doesn't get much cooler than that. That's cool as hell. The beard, the aesthetic of him. He's like every stereotype of a kung fu master turned up to eleven, and it's it works so well. And he's a kind of a dick. He's like kind of an asshole. Yeah. But he's funny. <laughs> he has like a really kind of funny sense of humor to him, and uh, that makes him very cool and endearing, actually, as well. Yeah, yeah. I man, think he's... if you've been alive that long, you kind of, you know, you're you're pretty annoyed with people at this point, but you you still have a he still knows how to have fun. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, I think you can make an argument for him to be picked earlier, even. I feel good where I got him. Also, he uh, it's uh, his backstory too was uh, once upon a time he was walking down the street. And um, he like gave a head nod to a guy passing him by who was like a monk. And the guy didn't give him a head nod back. And he was very insulted uh, by that heinous action of his. So he went back to the temple that that guy lived and he murdered 60 monks just because the guy didn't give him a head nod. 
That's so cool, is it? Well, it's that's not that wild. cool. It just is wild. And he's that's what this guy is. He's wild as shit. And uh, that makes him kind of cool, though. <laughs> not the killing of the monks specifically, just like he killing has the ability the to do that. Like if right, I want right. to, I could I could take out small armies if I choose to do so. You better give me my head nod as a sign of respect, uh, please. Were we anti-genocide or? Anti, <laughs> anti-genocide, yes, but um, damn it, I'm Mass, backing myself. Mass murders into aren't off the table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dep- damn it. He, he can do the five-point palm exploding uh, technique as well. He invented that, I believe. Uh, and to be able to just blow up someone's heart by like kind of packing them, that's pretty that's sweet. That's pretty cool. That is cool. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. Packing them. And the only way to and, kill him was via poison. You know, he got punked like the worst yeah. way imaginable. No one was killing the guy. He w- lived for maybe a yeah. thousand years without anybody beating him in battle. So um, he poisoned his fish head. Yeah, that's not cool. Give me Pai Mei and put him on my board. And now I'm feeling pretty good about killing all your team if I have to. Um, oh, it's not a fight. <laughs> oh, it's not a fight club. It's not a fight club. <laughs> it's secretly a fight club. <laughs> so for the for my. Uh, for my next pick, I'm gonna go with Cliff Booth. I got, from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I gotta, like, if I have, I mean, this is even kind of a, a good deal getting him in the late third round, I feel like. Uh, but just having another Brad Pitt on my team is really cool. <laughs> Uh, and I, I think that uh, uh, you said it best. Like, that's not a bad strategy, just getting Brad Pitt from these movies. Uh, but I mean, Cliff Booth, just, driving the cool cars the hawaiian shirt the big sunglasses i i mean i could just watch him driving around all day you know, it, it, you know forget everything about his character like if it's just that that is really cool uh and he beat up bruce lee maybe so did he uh, kill his wife i'm about to say that that's too. not uh I may have killed like 60 monks okay uh <laughs> hey i don't think either of those things are cool <laughs> <laughs> But we don't know for sure. So, you know, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt on that one. It looked pretty, it looked like he was going to kill her. <laughs> maybe, maybe he was just remembering the situation differently in his head. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, though. Yeah, Cliff yeah. Booth is super cool. Uh, Riley said that just the way he dresses. But I've never seen somebody climb a roof as cool and as efficiently don't, as don't, don't. Cliff. Well, he like, yeah, parkours up the roof and then all of a sudden his shirt's off. I'm like, oh yeah, he's the coolest guy. Like <laughs> he, yeah. Could, yeah, yeah. he could definitely make that case for me. So yeah, Cliff Booth <laughs> is, is very cool. And like Riley said, beating up Bruce Lee is pretty sweet. Pretty yeah, who sweet. can say that they've done that? Good pick, Ry, good pick. Nice. So, um, all right, we are all of a sudden in round four uh, this draft is on its back end. Uh, pick one of round four, Riley. Go ahead. This one uh, is probably going to be my weirdest pick uh, yet, but I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to pick a guy from a little-known movie called From Dusk Till Dawn. <laughs> Character's name is Seth Gecko, played by George Clooney. Mm-hmm. Now, this guy. I mean, besides it's Clooney. I mean, you know we. I don't I don't even need to say anything else. But this guy escaped the United States and went into the Mexico. The FBI is searching all over the country for him. He wins. He he gets out of Mexico. He happens to stop at a bar that's full of vampires. But how is he, he made to- it out? 
he made it out. He killed, you know, I don't know what the kill count on that was, but he killed many, many vampires and uh, was able to get away from that. This guy can get away from anything. This guy doesn't lose. I think that's pretty cool. Riley's right. This guy wins. That's all this guy does. Uh, he is not a good guy, clearly, but he's not that bad of a guy as far as like his brother is the real psychopath, right? right? Like uh, the Tarantino character in that movie is the one really going around and chopping up bodies and doing all the heinous shit and being attracted to underage girls, various things of that nature. Seth, Seth actually has like a moral code that he lives by to some degree. You know, he doesn't, he's not gonna touch kids, he's not gonna hurt kids, he's not gonna hurt women for no reason. Like he's just, if you get in his way, he's gonna mess you up. But that's the sign of being cool too. Yeah, the only, the only uh, kind of not cool thing about Seth is that uh, uh, Santanico Pandemonium uh, chooses the uh, Tarantino character uh, more or less over she chooses uh, the Seth character uh, in that scene. And the Pandemonium character is maybe the hottest character in the history of cinema. So uh, it takes a little bit of loss on that one. Um, yeah, but Selma she's Hayek. a goddamn vampire. Come on. <laughs> but it's Selma she Hayek. A vampire, she's the most repulsive looking uh, stripper I've ever seen. That's true. But that happened before she turned. So he was taking the loss there. Uh, slightly. <laughs> slightly, yeah. Tarantino clearly just did that scene because he wanted to put Selma Hayek's foot in his mouth. That was the only reason why that scene uh, actually yeah. happened, probably. Seth, Seth Gecko, very cool character. Uh, now we are on round four, pick two, it's on me. And there's still a lot of cool characters left, but I'm going to go with Dr. King Schultz from uh, Django yeah, Unchained, uh, Django's, Django's other half. He's cool, man. He's obviously an older guy, a little old school, but that type of character running around the South in you know mid 1800s like what a anomaly that guy is you know He's progressive uh, very much very progressive uh very much is anti-slavery and uh the, the terrible deeds that were happening in this country at the time but uh his entire aesthetic cool as hell he commands the rome he commands attention he has control of every situation and he even kills uh, uh candy uh as a bit basically uh, he sacrifices yeah. his own life, sure. uh, basically for a bit. Um, and plus he has the uh, little like wrist pistol situation going on, which is always very, very cool uh, awesome. when you have one of those. Um, but he just, he moves different and he is such a cool piece of that movie. Uh, so Dr. King Schultz. It's a good pick. Good pick. Not, not as good as Django, but you know, it's a, well, it's a, it's a good backup plan. <laughs> I wanted to choose Django. I was going for him. Yeah, this is got to do what you got to do in the movie draft. Yeah, your your coolest character was uh, a, a dentist. A dentist, uh, yeah. So. <laughs> see that cool? Bounty hunter, dentist, like secret agent, dude. Hell yeah, <laughs> hella tight. And his mustache that he plays with, very tight. It's that's that is really satisfying for some reason. Um. All right. So round four, pick three, Spencer. It's on you. I'm just gonna pick Mia Wallace. Bullshit, <laughs> cool man. I mean, look at this woman. How do you not like that? Incredible. She's got. Cool. 
fucking awesome dance moves. She's got really cool style. Yeah. Um, she likes to party, which I think is cool. She'll do whatever drug you put in front of her. <laughs> Doesn't matter how much. She's always she's always the life of the party. Uh, that and, is cool. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, what else do you need to talk about? You just, you nailed it. She's she's a hardcore partier. I would love to spend a night with Mia Wallace. Uh, she, oh, she is super. I I, hell yeah, of course I would. She's she's incredibly fun. Uh, you know, well, she, here, here's the problem with that. Her being incredibly fun is leading her to overdose, and then you have to deal with that. <laughs> yeah, she's, but. Well, just don't you, you take could, your eye off her. You could say that she's the life of the party, but sometimes she's the death of the party. Well, she, she, she survived. She yeah, she down. survives. Yeah, I have no harm, no foul, right? You know, like, Easy and really- a needle in her heart. And she wasn't interested in doing heroin, for the record. That was that was Vince. You know, she didn't know she was right. consuming heroin uh, that she snorted, uh, which is a terrible decision. <laughs> True. Uh, you, should, you should check your drugs before you do them. Uh, no, I'm with you. There was definitely uh, a misfire on her part there. Uh, but she is she's absolutely cool the way she talks um, and she's she's an actress she was on a pilot for basically a show that's like kill bill <laughs> so, <laughs> that's, uh, that's pretty awesome even if it didn't get picked up yeah fantastic pick yeah spencer is really loading up on the women and that is not a bad strategy in the slightest round five pick number one uh spencer your last pick of the draft who do you got there's a couple cool women left that I could pick if I wanted to just have a all-female five. I think Sharon Tate. I mean, she's pretty cool. That could be could be a good pick, but I think there's just a lot of other people that are cooler, still available at this point. Zoe Bell in uh, Death Proof. She was Ooh. just mm. she's just hanging on the front of a car in a That's pretty really cool. fast car chase. So <laughs> you know you got to give props to that. Oh, uh, Copperhead from Kill Bill. Um, she she was she was really cool. Like the way she handled the whole situation with uh, in the middle of a fight, her kid shows up. She was calm, collected, cool. She was like, hey, look, my kid's here. We'll go to a baseball diamond. We can wear black suits and just get the knives out. I thought that was a cool way to handle the situation. She wasn't going to just let Uma Thurman have the win. She still wanted to fight just in the proper circumstance. Um, she keeps a thing in a box of cereal. Yeah. That's cool. Like that, She that knows cool. that someone's going to roll on her eventually. And yeah. So she's just packing a gun in the cereal fantastic stuff that's that's elite coolness for sure yeah ultimately i'm gonna make my first male pick with i'm gonna pick uh oh that's a tough one there's a, there's a lot of characters left though um, it's like one of the best characters in the tarantino universe to sell on the board just because he's not that cool because he was a, a head nazi uh, hans landa is still <laughs> very much available and who's like gonna I, be yeah. the one to pick him yeah i don't want to this up you know there's a lot of pressure no, this is big last, that, pick. Is last, pick, last pick and make or break your team we we know that i'm just gonna do it i'm gonna pick ordell robbie from jackie brown uh Ooh. samuel jackson's yeah. character because yeah, that okay. guy is just he's a smooth talker you know he it's kind of like you know where you make the case for clooney or brad pitt that guy is just oozing with cool no matter what role he inhabits he's got a couple cool outfits throughout even if they do look kind of tacky and corny he pulls it off he makes it look cool he's got the hair 
I had to pick one Samuel Jackson for my team. You, yeah, I you, think that's you, where I'm at. You can't go wrong with Sam Jackson. I'm I'm glad uh, at least one other uh, one of his characters is picked. Round five, pick two. It's on me. I could go Clarence Worley from True Romance. I've been thinking about him. Dreadful. Being able to talk to Elvis Presley for life advice uh, anytime you need it, that's pretty pretty tight. Of course, marrying a prostitute after one day is a little strange move, you know. Um, Questionable. Yeah, it's, it's a little strange. I mean, not just prostitute thing, just anybody you're marrying after one night, that's a crazy psychotic move. So, I mean, he's a little strange, but uh, he's definitely got some cool things about him as well. Being best friends with Michael Rappaport takes him off the list, though. So I'm not going to choose uh, <laughs> mm. uh, uh, Clarence really Worley. Hattori Hanzo, very much on the board for me. Uh, being legendary sword maker is very tight. But I think I'm going to go with, since you took Mia Wallace from me and every other woman that I had on my big board, I'm going to choose Donnie Donowitz, the bear Jew. Ah, Glorious bastards. Um, he rocks mad chains, like dog tag mad chains. Uh, you know, wife beater, looking big, looking strong. Car- he carries a bat that was signed by all the Jews from his block back home uh, in Boston, which that's an amazing weapon to bring into a battle against the Nazis. His, his legend spread throughout the Nazi party uh, wide. You know, Hitler knew about these, this guy, you know, very quickly. One of the toughest dudes in the movie, one of the cooler guys, and he's the one that shoots Hitler's face off as well. So he's the one that actually murks Hitler. So I have the guy who ended World War II, basically, and I have the guy that killed Hitler. Uh, vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty cool. That is yeah, a pretty to good give, argument. To wow. give your life up just to put rounds into Hitler's face. Mm-hmm. That, that's There's not much cooler than that. No, that's that's a win. That's that's a huge W, especially because history probably never told his story, uh, you know, in that canon. Nobody would have known that he was the specific one shooting Hitler because everybody just dies in there. Right. Um, but for him to be that guy, that's pretty tight. Very cool. And yeah, right. he, he probably uh, didn't get the attention that he deserved for that. Probably not, but he he does take a baseball bat to a Nazi and he yells something to the effect of Teddy f***ing Williams going yard, which is tight as hell. And uh, (laughs) Ted Williams, fun fact, uh, was a World War II fighter pilot. Uh, He had to, got drafted, had to quit baseball and he had to go fight in World War II, which that'd be crazy if like like LeBron LeBron. James, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We need, well, you know what? We should probably draft LeBron James to, because he's like a super soldier. You know, he yeah. would be the the modern Captain day Captain America. America. Yeah, just running around <laughs> snapping necks. Yeah, so I want to think about that. LeBron, uh, join the troops. Yeah, Biden put it on the put it on the list. Put it on the docket. We need LBJ <laughs> on the front lines, uh, Mister Irrelevance. The the final uh, draft pick. That's not that's not you, Riley. That's. That's the an pick. NFL term. Yeah. Just the, the, the last the, pick. pick. They, yeah, they yeah. call pick 256 in the NFL Isaiah draft. Thomas. Mr. Not me. Yeah, not you. Isaiah Thomas, Mr. Relevant in basketball. That's right. Um, so, you know, this this character can really turn into a, a fantastic player, all things considered, on a different team. Uh, Riley, <laughs> round five, pick three. <laughs> what do you got? You know, 
I think uh, I was I was gonna pick the bear Jew, so that's another one you stole from me. Uh, good job on that. Vincent Vega is still on the board. He actually is. That's pretty cool. I mean, his death was pretty lame. So. That's what's stopping me from picking him. I think, and I think I mean, well, I, doing um, heroin's not that cool either. Uh, like of all the drugs, heroin is like a bottom, like least cool drug you can do besides meth. That is crack. Yeah. Everything else is, you know, pretty cool, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go with a. Uh, I'm. I'm really considering, and I. I don't think you. Uh, well, I. I think I could convince you. I'm considering stuntman Mike for this one. Uh, I think that Kurt Russell. Uh, I mean, in a leather jacket in a car that is meant to uh, kill everybody except for him uh, is pretty cool. <laughs> uh, sure, he's a dick, but he's a you know he's a good villain. But uh, I'm not going to pick him because he's, uh, good. you know, because, I mean, come on, he just goes around the country killing women. Like, that's yeah, not that's cool. Not, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, your ceiling but, is limited as being but cool. He looks, <laughs> he looks great. Uh, Kurt Russell in the movie. Yeah. Mr. Blonde isn't that cool. Pick the, the hangman, Kurt Russell, the hangman. <laughs> I love, I like how we just completely glossed over the hateful eight. We're just like, yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. One's, no one's getting picked from that movie. <laughs> yeah, everybody's gross. Yeah, yeah, they're all gross. They're <laughs> yeah, they, the, no, no, nobody in that movie has showered for weeks, and there's just you're not that cool if you don't shower. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Sharon Tate, uh, I, and oh. she's not she's not in the movie a ton, which I, I think is perhaps an argument against her. But every time she is in the movie, the, like again, we say this with every Tarantino character, but the wardrobe, uh, the way she dances, the whole Playboy Mansion scene is just. Uh, uh, absurdly cool and then the the whole movie theater thing where she goes in and sees her own movie and she's just genuinely excited to see herself on the big screen see people's reactions it's just a really cool uh, uh version of uh yeah that's that seems great because it's not like from a place of narcissism like i'm not going to see my movie because i think right. you know like see how cool I, I how great i am it's really just the experience of it she appreciated it where she was at so much and she wanted to see other people's you know genuine reactions of it uh sharon tate very cool uh margaret robbie very cool yeah margo very, awesome very cool you know the up-and-coming actress uh who doesn't get killed by the manson family I mean, I think that's a just just a really cool character, and I I needed more uh, women on my team. So uh. <laughs> it, it, it's all Spencer's fault. Who was your last pick, Spencer? I didn't write it down. I wish I could change it. It's my biggest regret. <laughs> who, who, who was it? <laughs> uh, I picked Ordell Robbie. That's right. That's right. That's right. I thought Vincent Vega would be taken. I'm surprised. Uh, Hattori Hanzo was my biggest one too. If that got back to me, I would have took Hattori Hanzo. Uh, just being a, a legendary swordsmith is just super tight. Yeah, um, that's one of the coolest professions you could have. <laughs> and and then and then like he's like one of like the good guys throughout the movies because his like uh, the moral ambiguity of his profession like took the toll on him. And he's like, I can't you know continue to make machines of death. And then the bride is like, Hey, uh, you know that dick? Uh, let's go. Let me go get Bill. And he was like, "Okay, no problem. Here's a sword." <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> why did you say? You know, that? yeah, he's he's got some revenge on his mind too. Um, and being able to create something 
build something with your hands that is automatically valued at a million dollars when you complete it, that's awesome. That's very few people have that capability on planet Earth, and Hattori Hanzo is one of them. Um, and his sushi spot is cool, and he's funny. Like he he cracks jokes. You know, he's actually got a sense of humor to him. Uh, he's a very cool guy. Where do you guys stand on Marcellus Wallace? Is he a bitch? Marcellus Wallace is kind of a bitch. At the at the bare minimum, though, he's very insecure with his relationship. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. if if Mia was like, "Hey, it really was just a foot massage." You know, it just that's all it was. You know. But then he's always, he always wants people to to watch her and go take her out on the town. That's weird. <laughs> Maybe he's a okay. cuck. <laughs> Maybe it's that simple. Maybe it. yeah. yeah I'll, I'm gonna roll with that. Oh, the wolf. Yeah, the wolf. Or, the or wolf. Mr. White. Harvey Keitel is cool. I feel like he's Harvey underrated. Harvey Keitel. Yeah. He's always cool. I really I had the wolf on my I had the wolf on my big board. We didn't pick yeah. one uh, from Reservoir Dogs. That's that's kind of weird because it is yeah. a, a cool movie. Um, I didn't want it. I feel like everybody there just isn't as cool as everything we picked, actually. I think they're like a tier below that. Yeah. I, I think yeah, there's. I think there's two that are big characters and uh, uh, so uh, Calvin Candy and Hans Landa. We didn't pick any of them. Uh, Rem, do you want to explain why? Because they're bad. (laughs) (laughs) Because, uh, yeah, they they definitely stand for things that are not cool at all. Uh, Genocide, not cool. Slavery, not cool. And Candy also had a weird thing going on with his sister which is super not cool. So um, even though those are clearly two of the best characters throughout Tarantino's universe, uh, just as a character level, they have major uncool things about them. Uh, so that's that's why those guys weren't picked. Um, but they're amazing characters and they were acted uh, just out of this world. Floyd was on my list uh, from True Romance. Mm. Uh, Floyd's cool as hell. He's, he's one of the only guys in Tarantino's like entire universe that you would be fine just hanging out with on the couch because everybody else is like- He doesn't leave the couch. <laughs> has like crazy ambition or is just a nutcase or is a killer. Like Floyd is one of the guys like, okay, we can just smoke a bowl and, and kick it, fantastic. He's so <laughs> high too, he doesn't even know what's going on. Like he ratted his homies out, but he didn't really know he ratted his <coughs> homies out. He was like in a fugue state when like the mob rolled in. He's like, yeah, just, just take a right and take another right. And a- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Floyd's cool. Now that we have our teams all settled and everything, we should pick mascots. Uh, the final, the final cherry on top to our teams. Uh, Riley, we'll start with you because Ooh. you were the last to draft. So we'll snake order the other way. Uh, who is your mascot for your team? Anybody from the Tarantino universe? Any character? Anything? Uh, yeah, yeah. My my mascot is uh, Rick Dalton. He wasn't one of the top 15 coolest but i i think that he could really uh you know we see him in that uh red apple is it red apple is that right the cigarette yeah, cigarettes uh, yeah red see apple. him in the cigarette commercial at, at the end uh i want this guy selling my product i want this guy representing me leo's face i i i pick rick dalton he also created one of my favorite memes the last couple of years which is when he's holding the pointing holding the beer and the cigarettes i i very much enjoy that one yeah he could have easily been part of this list or part of this draft and yeah. uh he wasn't uh but that shows you how many cool characters tarantino has that like the movie star guy didn't get picked um my 
mascot. Uh, I have mentioned her a couple times throughout this podcast. Will be Santan Sant. I'm gonna. I always butcher it when I try to say it. Santanico Pandemonium, uh, the, the Sama Hayek <laughs> character. I said just one of the most beautiful women in the history of all time. And that scene is just absolutely incredible. So that's my mascot. Um, you you can have an old aged washed up actor, Riley, that's cool. Uh, Spencer, your mascot. I am gonna go with K-Billy DJ from Reservoir Dogs. Stephen Wright did the voice, iconic, that monotone, slow uh, speech that he has, but uh, he's just a, he's a fun guy, you know, I like to, I want him just like putting on some music while my team is just looking cool and just, you know, he'll have some witty banter here and there with Ordell Robbie, which makes that a good pick. And yeah, we're going, <laughs> we're going with the K Billy DJ. <laughs> I like the, the, the justification of the Ordell Robbie pick you made up for with your uh, mascot pick. That's, that's smart. That's smart. There's levels to that. Yeah, I'm glad we got somebody from Reservoir Dogs on the board as well. Yeah. It's a very deserving, cool movie. And for us to not have anybody from there, um, I'm glad that we, we pulled that off. Spencer, I'll kick it to you. Can you uh, read your team out loud, one through five, and then explain to us why you have the coolest squad? So my picks were Beatrix Kiddo, the bride, Shosana from Inglorious Bastards, the titular Jackie Brown, Mia Wallace from Pulp Fiction, and Ordell Robbie from Jackie Brown. I think what my team has going for it, uh, obviously female empowerment, and that's really cool. Um, some of your guys' characters, although they do, I mean, no one's saying George Clooney isn't cool. Everybody knows George Clooney's cool. But we're not talking about George Clooney, we're talking about Seth Gecko. And just because he may look like George Clooney, I'm not going to give him the coolness of George Clooney because he's pretty sleazy and gross. And I think you can say the same about a few other characters out there. Uh, or Riley in general. Hey, man, come on. <laughs> I'm, I, keep it, I keep say, it clean. <laughs> first pick, I have a legendary... Uh, Brad? Beatrix Kiddo? Martial artist? Oh. Mar- what is, I don't know the proper term. A, a, a swords... Swordsmith. Smorts? No. Well, that's the that's maker. A, that's of the, the maker. Yeah, she's she's a warrior. Evor, okay. Seeing all the cool moves she has, she she has gotten out of tons and tons of crazy situations. She could punch th- out of a coffin and come back out of the ground. How how many people have done that that you know of? Is it possible? Uh, <laughs> yeah, for her. <laughs> Shosana, we talked about, speaks for herself. She killed, she set up the mass murder of a bunch of Nazis, which is one of the coolest things in history. Jackie Brown, she's got the style. Same with Mia Wallace. They're kind of similar where just their their personality and their wardrobe is top notch. And then you throw Ordell Robbie in there, mix it up. He's gonna he's got the the charisma. And uh, you're, you're not very he's happy not, with it, though. He's, <laughs> he's not always the coolest. It was my last pick. It's Samuel Jackson. He's got the cool hat. <laughs> the, hair is, <laughs> the hair's hit or miss on that. <laughs> I don't know. Riley definitely picked the, the coolest of the uh, Samuel Jackson characters, for sure. Uh, pretty, yeah. pretty far and away. Uh, I think Spencer really botched his last round pick there. And I think his team <laughs> I, might yeah. suffer for it, it uh, in the long run. It hurts. 
Yeah, um, that's bad. I, but I does... do like your team, but yeah, yeah that, that that hurts a little bit. I mean, yeah, you have. Windows, you guys should go back and watch Jackie Brown because he is really cool and like charming in moments. You know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Whatever. Um, but no, uh, you have. Tell uh, me more about Seth Gecko again. <laughs> I will gladly. Is it my turn? Yeah. Sure. I just want to say real quick. Yeah, Spencer. Uh, Spencer has a very strong team. Uh, really, really cool, strong, beautiful women and. Uh, brought or ordell robbie cool um but yeah so riley uh read us your team and explain why you have the coolest one jules winfield Django freeman cliff booth seth gecko sharon tate my team is they're they're survivors they're winners they they always they all five of them have come out on top you know cliff booth saved the day at the end of the movie and one of the craziest endings to a movie Django and uh, Seth Gecko kill tons of people or vampires uh, and make it through. And uh, I mean, those two together, I, I think those two might be able to take any two of your guys in a fight. I I mean, it's going to be pretty damn close. And, I have a thousand uh, year old vampire warrior, but go ahead, Riley. <laughs> and to, uh, you know, just reiterate the Jules Winfield pick. The best version of Sam Jackson in a movie period. We got Sam Jackson, Jamie Foxx, Brad Pitt, uh, George Clooney, and Margot Robbie. I'm 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 pretty satisfied with my team. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty pretty strong team, Riley. I think we all have good teams. I picked Aldo Rain over Jules, but I think Jules could easily be the number one overall pick, and it, it might be a, a strong gap even between that character and everybody else. Uh, Jules' ceiling is absolutely elite. He's got God on his side to some degree as well, and that doesn't hurt, I guess, um, especially when bullets are flying in your direction most of the time. Yeah, it comes in handy having a good relationship with God, yeah. My team is a very uh, forward-thinking team. Um, very uh very progressive overall uh we we have uh aldo range but well butch maybe not and pie may maybe not either but we have dr king schultz and donnie donowitz uh aldo rain dr king schultz and donnie donowitz uh, very much against genocide and slavery their, their characters themselves are just some of the coolest guys and then butch who i said maybe not the coolest guy up top but he's the boxer who is running around screwing over mafia bosses in the underworlds and then ending beefs with other guys that he has in said underworld and then getting the girls at the end of the day. Butch is very cool, uh, knows how to use a sword. And we've seen, like I said, he killed multiple multiple people with a punch in this movie. So he's got crazy lethal hands as well. Um, and then Pai Mei, man, like I said, he's my, my vampire, uh, sword lord warrior ninja guy there's not many things cooler than that the guy just can like levitate he's like jumps around spins around his he can control his beard uh like it's a limb uh he's he's got a lot going on so give me <laughs> give me pai mai as like the, the foundation centerpiece and everybody else around him we're good to go so that is my team i i like everybody's teams yeah i really like all of our teams uh i think picking uh Butch with your second pick is a little wild, but overall, I really like your team. Yeah. All right, guys. So I think that concludes our draft for the day. Riley, do you have anything to plug? Instagram at Pass the Soap. Check out Pass the Soap. 2021 is going to be big. That's all. 2021, big year for uh, passing the soap, not dropping it. Spencer, what about you, man? I too 
become a part of Pass the Soap. And watch out right. for 2021 because that shit's going to be lit. Okay. All right. Pass the soap. You heard her here first. Uh, a lot of new content coming up there. Uh, check out the useless critics. You can find us on various social media platforms. Yeah. Thank you for listening to another episode of Movie Drafts. Watch movies. Go Kangs. <laughs>